We now welcome on Barry Trammell from the Oklahoma, and he's on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. I'm Pete Mundo. Thanks so much for joining us and being a part of the show. And before we dive into the conversation with Barry, guys, if you could just take a moment out, leave us a rating, review, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, helps us tremendously, and I'll send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. If you do that, uh, leave us a rating, a review, subscribe, send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we'll get the koozie in the mail. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. Barry, let's start off with this. Lincoln Riley has not been a great quote or soundbite since he got the head coaching job in Norman from Bob Stoops. He's been very vocal, though, as things have unfolded in the nation and in the sports world over the past couple of months. How surprised have you been by that? Well, I'm, I've been surprised. I didn't really see it coming. But if you think about it, it makes sense. You know, when you're talking football, you know, all football tends to sound alike. The, the div, unless you got a total idiot, which there's not too many of those. You know, the smartest coach and sort of a, a medium, moderate, mediocre coach, they don't sound all that different. But all of a sudden, we're not really talking about football anymore. We're talking about really serious things. And when when seriousness hits, you know, you sort of separate the, uh, you know, the uh, really uh, intelligent thinkers from the rest of us. Yeah. And and Riley is nothing if not sharp. So it makes perfect sense that he would all of a sudden stand out when when trouble arises. So as you now look at at what he's putting together there, and OU is going to be bringing back players on July first, I believe it is. Uh, the the question everybody has is what's going to happen at quarterback? We expect it to be Spencer Rattler. I saw Barry. I mean, he's got the third best Heisman odds in the nation right now. Uh, talk about a testament to Lincoln Riley. That's what that feels like to me. Yeah, um, you know now Rattler's Rattler's Heisman odds are one hundred percent related to his the office, not to the office holder. Yes, <laughs> um, you know it's like I don't know what. Back in the old days, the governor of Massachusetts or, or, or senator from Massachusetts always seemed to be a presidential candidate. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's a little like that. You know, OU in the last five years, the quarterback has finished fourth, third, first, first, second in Heisman voting. So that's three different guys over five different votes. So if you're the Oklahoma quarterback, you're probably in pretty good shape to, to be a Heisman contender. I think Spencer Rattler will be the quarterback. I think he'll be really good from the start, but I don't really know that. Um, you know, the, the pandemic has sort of cast a little bit of a, uh, a question on that because uh, Tanner Mordecai is the guy that's a year ahead of him, been here a year longer. He'll be a redshirt sophomore. And so that means he's been around a little bit more Spencer Rattler was not an early entry guy. So a year ago, spring of 2019, he was still down in Phoenix in high school. Mm -hmm. So it's not like Spencer Rattler's had a ton of experience or a ton of reps. And lo and behold, his first spring practice, we don't have a spring practice. We got three, I think Sooner's got three workouts in. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, that makes it a little more, uh, a little more interesting for Tanner Mordecai that, you know, he, he he could at least be in in the running and maybe even set up a deal where if if Lincoln Riley doesn't know yet, maybe he plays them both early. I don't know. 
Yeah, no, it's going to be very interesting. Barry Trammell, the Oklahomans, joining us here on the show. Uh, Barry, let's go to Stillwater. You know, Chuba Hubbard is a guy who no one, or at least a lot of us, did not expect him to come back. When we talk about Heisman Trophy, I mean, he's going to show up on preseason lists, but how how likely is that considering that, you know, Mike Gundy might have him on a carry count or a snap count or something along those lines? Well, I think it's tough for a tailback to win the Heisman these days. I think it's tough for a player outside a blue blood school to win a Heisman. When you combine that, it makes it tough. We have a very good test case, which in recent, well, 10, 15 years, uh, University of Wisconsin. The Badgers always have an elite tailback. They run the ball great. And, you know, Jonathan Taylor, I think, is the most recent. Now, they won, they, they won the Heisman with Ron Dane, whatever year that was. Was that mm. 01 or 2000? Yeah. I can't remember. But anyway, so they've done it. Oklahoma State's done it in 88 with Barry Sanders. It's difficult. Wisconsin's been an excellent program, but they're not a blue blood. Oklahoma State's been a very good program, but they're not a blue blood. So it's a, it's a long shot, I think, for Chuba Hubbard. If he could post some crazy numbers, you know, if he could get out north of 2,000 yards, he's going to, you know, he'll, he'll, have a, he'll have a shot. But if he doesn't, if he just has, goes out in a routine All-American season, probably not. Mm-hmm. Barry Trammell is our guest. Now, on that note, Barry, I mean, this feels like a year to me that Oklahoma State fans are understandably thinking about uh, maybe the 2011 season. You've gotten what, 10 of 11 back on defense. You've got your studs back on the offensive side. Uh, is this is this the year, uh, Barry, that, that Mike Gundy can break through, can get to that Big 12 championship game and, and win it? And how much should that be the expectations in Stillwater this year? Well, getting to Arlington should be the expectation. They've got they got their horses back on offense. They've got most of their defense back, and the defense was solid by Big 12 standards. So that's, you know, Oklahoma State's got a good base on which to build from this team. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing really standing in their way. The schedule is fine. So, you know, they get Texas and Stillwater. So, you know, good things are – sort of lined up for them but they have to do it yeah so once you get to arlington then you got a puncher's chance against the sooners you know oklahoma's been three straight years since they revived the big 12 title game and two of the three games were just you know down to the wire games baylor uh, in 19 texas in 18 uh, they handled tcu pretty well in 17 but it's not a walkover when you get there so osu would have a chance i think in arlington but you know, you, you got to get there. And in the last two, three, four years, Oklahoma State has dubbed its toe just once or twice that's kept it from having really memorable seasons. Yeah. Now, Barry, how, how much does uh, Mike Gundy take flack from that fan base for that 2-13 and 13 Bedlam record? They get him this year in late October. That could actually help Oklahoma State this year, um, getting him earlier in the season. But is, is that something that, that the fan base really harps on, or is that is something they kind of let slide because of the general success? There's yeah, a lot of harping. Um, now, two things going on. They counter that with the, with the knowledge that Gundy has provided the golden era of Oklahoma State football. He's yeah. got more than twice as many wins as any other coach in school history. Um, the program, by any measurement, is is doing really well. 
It's over the last 12 years. It's the second best program in Big 12 football ahead of Texas. It hasn't surpassed Texas in status or reputation or brand, but they've been better than Texas over the course of a dozen years. And if you think about that, that's just a crazy statement. So, and the other thing to remember is Gundy, going back 35 years, is wildly popular. Yeah. One of the most popular players in school history, then a popular coach, a local kid here from suburban Oklahoma City. I say kid, he's now 53, 52 <laughs> years old. So, but anyway, he, he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of cash in the bank. Yeah. So, you know, they don't like two and 13. They don't like it one bit and they won't like it two and 15. If he, mm-hmm. if he loses twice to the Sooners this year, but the program is in such, has been elevated so much that, you know, you can't, you can't throw too many darts at Mike Gundy. Yeah. Uh, Barry Trammell of the Oklahomans joining us. So Barry, on that note, you know, I don't think anyone's really worried like they were a few years ago about Mike Gundy leaving for another job. I, I think that ship has sailed. You tell me if I'm wrong, but more importantly, Mike Gundy also doesn't seem like a guy who's going to do this till he's 75 years old. He's not going to be uh, Bobby Bowden. You know, what are, what are your thoughts on, on Mike Gundy and, and how long he wants to do this? Cause there have been times when it seems like he's either been burnt out or maybe just not as ingrained in, in what he's doing. I agree that he's not going anywhere. Um, he's got it really good in Stillwater. I don't think he's, you know, the only thing he does, he sort of dallies with other schools trying to get a raise. Um, and that probably is over with, too. But uh, I tend to think I tend to think he'll probably keep going a long while. You know, he's not he's not terribly driven on the recruiting trail. Yeah. So, you know, that's what will wear a guy out. And if you don't if you're not hitting on three airplanes a week then that's a pretty good job he's got. So, and, and he's not hitting three airplanes a week. So uh, the, the recruiting is sort of on cruise control. It's not great. They're not in there fighting Auburn and, and Texas A&M for, for, the, for the kids that's not going to Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, he's, he's mostly recruiting against Texas Tech and Arkansas and, and Iowa State and then taking them and, and trying to develop them into players. So, He's got a pretty good gig, and I think he knows it. And I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna go a while. Oh, all right, good deal, uh, Barry. When you look around this this Big Twelve conference, I mean, Baylor's turning over its head coach. That's it. Uh, you've got Iowa State in the mix. You know, people talking about Texas a make or break year maybe for Tom Herman. Outside of those two schools that that you focus on there in Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, w- what do you see as the most intriguing Big Twelve storylines as we hopefully get towards a season that has a sense of normalcy to it? Well, Texas is always interesting, no matter what they're doing. And um, they've, they've gotten better under Tom Herman, but they haven't gotten really good. So that's a good one to keep an eye on. And I just love the Iowa State story. Uh, can Matt Campbell keep it going? He's turned the Cyclones into a really good program and a good team. So can, can he keep that up? Um, he's done it now for – for three straight years, they've been very competitive and, and played winning football. And if Iowa State could somehow get to Arlington, it would be the biggest game in school history. Um, I always like stuff like that. So uh, those are the two I would keep an eye on. TCU is always good, but they don't always have good quarterbacks. We'll see. You know, they had the freshman 
uh, from Iowa who, who showed some signs last year. So we'll see how that turns out. But I like uh, I like that Iowa State story probably the best. How about the second-year head coaches? There's four of them in this league at uh, KU, Les Miles, Kleiman at K-State, uh, Wells at Texas Tech, and then Neil Brown at West Virginia. Uh, you know, K-State of the bunch had by far the best season last year. Of these second-year head coaches, Barry, which one are you keeping the closest eye on? Oh, I would probably – this is a totally personal – to just answer your question the way you asked it, yeah. I would, I'm keeping my eye on Neil Brown at West Virginia because I like the guy so much. I didn't <laughs> know him until he got hired at West Virginia. I met him at the Big 12 media days, really liked him. We've gotten to chat a few times. Uh, I've developed a, an affinity for West Virginia. Really love the Mountaineers. I hate the inconvenience they, they endure being separated from the rest of the league. Um, so I'm really pulling for Neil Brown. But clearly the best coach or the best fit in that whole group was Chris Kleiman at Kansas State. That's, you know, that was almost seamless, uh, which is when you think about replacing Bill Snyder, you know, how, how do you do that? But Chris Kleiman, to me, just seems like a perfect fit in Manhattan. I think he's going to do really well. Um, the other two guys are actually the guys I sort of know the best. Of course, Les was here at at, uh, at Stillwater for four years, and I boy, I like Les a lot. But that's that's a job you don't wish on anybody. The Kansas football job. <laughs> and 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 Matt Wells at Tech is an Oklahoma guy, Salisaw, Oklahoma. So I've been following him for 25 years. I'm pulling for him, but for whatever reason. Texas Tech seemed to lose all of its momentum when they fired Mike Leach. Now, I can understand why they fired Mike Leach. He'll drive you nuts if you're his superior. But they just they lost their mojo, and I'm not sure when they're going to get it back. Yeah, I, I mean, I have those same questions. Barry Trammell of the Oklahoman on the show. Barry, thank you so much for the insights as always. We appreciate the time, and Always love the work, whether it's uh, written on, on Twitter, social media, radio, whatever it might be. We love uh, love your thoughts, love your insight, and appreciate you joining us. Glad to do it, Pete. Barry Trammell, he's the man on Heartland College Sports Weekly. I'm Pete Mundo. Please, before you close out, leave us that rating, review, subscribe. It helps us a lot. And in turn, I will send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. Just send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we will send you that koozie. Got a few left before I got to order a new batch. So thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon.